Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Time Soccer Podcast. We have an interesting show for you today. Um, oh yeah, we do. Stop. <laughs> um, just gonna let everybody know we're recording this right after the Manchester United versus Burnley game. So yes, sir. <laughs> I just finished going on a pretty big rant, um, trying to keep some of the energy for the podcast, but, oh man, it's tough out here, it's tough. Alright, first of all, January 22nd, this is a Wednesday, how you doing, Kev? Not good at all. Not good? I got, from, on a scale to 1 to 10? Zero. Zero? Negative 10. Negative 10, damn, Kev. It's just so disappointing, man. You know what? Even... You know what? Let me just let me just shut up. Let me just just go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. Manu Burnley. I don't know what else. Like what? What else can we say? Like this this manager has been all over the place. Like we try to back him because when he started, he changed everything, and we were back to winning ways for a little bit. Then the honeymoon period ended really abruptly, and we've been terrible ever since. And what bugs me the most are his press conferences. It's like he's not, it's like he thinks all the fans are stupid and he's always trying to be positive even when we're being abysmal. Our team is literally horrible. He, he's, he's playing players that are injured, risking further injury for the sake of saving his own job. Rashford literally had a floating boat in his ankle and a severe back fracture. And he subbed him on because he was at risk of losing that game. And then Rashford's injured for months now. Pogba's still injured. McTominay injured. I mean, what else? What We're, we're losing 2-0 against teams like Burnley. It's really unacceptable. We, we have talent on our roster. And we still can't even win against bottom-of-the-league clubs. Oh, it's so frustrating. Uh, on the bright side, though, like, Fred is playing well. Fred has been our best player, like, in the last couple weeks. He uh, he's, he's turned up. Alright, are you... Is that all you have to say? You have you have more to say? I mean, I could go on the whole podcast if you want me to, but I, I don't want to... <sighs> uh, okay. I don't want to be, like, sound like a horrible friend, but do you want to talk about the Manuel Liverpool game, too? <laughs> That actually wasn't a bad game. Like, we... They were obviously the better team, but the second half, like, we were putting a lot of pressure on um, on them. I think in the last 10 minutes, we had, like, over 80% of the possession, and that was just the last 10 minutes, but we still couldn't even... We, couldn't, we still couldn't even score a goal. Uh, Mo Salah frustrates me watching him, burns my eyes. Um, More than Harry Maguire? Uh, yes. Like, he scored basically a breakaway at the end of the game because we committed everybody forward. And he celebrates like he just fucking won the league, bro. You won the league a month ago. Relax. Uh, but that's just because I'm a United fan and I take it personally. But we put up a better fight than I expected. I was expecting us to lose 4-0 against Liverpool, but it was ba- we basically lost 1-0. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a 1-0 win for sure. It, was, it felt like a 1-0 win, definitely. But uh, I just saw this stat, well, not the stat, but this post on Insta. Apparently, since March 10th, Man United have dropped 57 points. I'm not surprised. You know how many points Liverpool dropped? 
Zero. Two. Against us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's also this post. Apparently, Rio Ferdinand was also mad after this game, today's game, and he said something along the lines of, you look at some of the players that, kind of, that have come in, were these players ever menu players? Who's buying these players? Now you look, 600 million pounds spent on this team. The four best players this season, homegrown talents, Williams, Rashford, Greenwood, and McTominay. Do you agree with that statement? Uh, Juan Bissaka is probably one of the best players we've had this year. True. I would say our best players this year have been Rashford, McTominay before the injury, uh, Juan Bissaka for sure, and in recent weeks, Fred, but... Brendan Williams has done exceptional ever since he started playing. Um, yeah, it's just Greenwood to every time he comes on, he scores literally every time, except today. Uh, can we agree that your best defender is Lindelof and not Maguire? It's neither of them. It's Juan Basaka, but... No, but like your center back. I mean... And don't say Tuan Zibi, because he wasn't playing today. Tuan Zibi is our best defender, I'm convinced. I don't know what Phil Jones is still doing at this club. The man is a walking meme. He's a joke. He's a joke. He wouldn't make MLS squads, but it's okay. He's playing for Manchester United. Um, wow. Harry Maguire and Lindelof, I think both are average. I'm not a fan of... I'm not a great big fan of either of them. Lindelof, I find every time he walks, like he runs, I feel like he's, he looks like he's about to fall over. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Don't disrespect MLS clubs like this. Don't just... Phil Jones wouldn't make an MLS squad. He wouldn't. No, that's not a disrespect to, to MLS. Well, a little bit, but it's bigger disrespect to Phil Jones. Yeah, but I mean, you put ninety million on McGuire. Do you think it's worth the? You do you think now that it was a good purchase? No, ninety million. You're expecting to get like one of the top five best defenders in the world. He's not one of the top five best players in the Premier League. Uh, best defenders in the Premier League. He's not. He's not. He's not top five. Yeah, you know, he's not top five. He might not even be top ten at this point. No, probably not. I can name you a couple of Sheffield defenders that are better than him. I mean, I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's been like overwhelmingly disappointing. I've just think that when that price tag, the standards are really high and we're conceding stupid goals every game. You don't really see like the the ferocious leadership from him either. Like he's supposed to be our captain now, but he looks when I look at him, he looks clueless a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he's no he's no Ferdinand or Vidish. Like you can see like. When they're on the field, like, they have power, you know? Like, they're commanding the team. Like, they show the passion. He looks a little bit like... Like... Um, trying to find a good word for it. Just, like, a little lost. Like, he little takes him a little while to figure out things. I don't know. That's what it seems like. I don't I don't want to compare him to Van Dyke, but in terms of communication, like, when you see him versus when you see Van Dyke, it's a completely different story. When Van Dyke talks, it's commanding. Points fingers, let you know where you have to be, position yourself. When I see Maguire, it's it's not the same. I feel like it's he doesn't have the same influence on the team that like Van Dyke has on Liverpool. Obviously, it's two different characters, but just because you would you would expect someone of his stature, of his price tag, to be able to have a presence in the team, and Maguire doesn't have that yet. No, yeah, well, I mean I hope it. I hope it comes at some point, but we'll see. Okay, enough about me. I want to talk about Arsenal, Sheffield, and Chelsea. All right, and Chelsea. Oh, let's go. Let's go Sheffield first. Uh, Sheffield. Sheffield is a good team, bro. Sheffield is a good team. Yeah, they're surprising this year. They are. We've talked about this last year, last week as well, but this is a good team. 
and they showed it again. Obviously, we were winning for most of the game, but then we 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 couldn't uh, get that second goal that would have given us a bit of a, I guess, of a rest. Eventually, Sheffield scores. Good goal. Uh, uh, consistency again is what we're lacking right now. Like the team is playing all right, but at that point, we have we we lack consistency. And uh, going on to the Chelsea game, this this was a this was a good game. First of all, for, like for the neutrals, it was this was a good game. But at first, when we because you know it was when we, we ended up playing for like ten to ten versus eleven for like seventy minutes or seventy like seventy percent of the game, literally. Mustafa, well, before that, I thought the game was pretty even at eleven v eleven. I thought we had other chances. We were... Yo, Mustafi is a pretty joke as well. Like. I maybe hold on, bro. He was terrible. He was terrible. He he had he okay. To be fair, he gave us the right card. He was before that he wasn't great, but after the right card though, with him and Jaka and the and the, as a center back partnership, they didn't do so bad. Honestly, I was kind of impressed. I'm not gonna lie. Mustafa had a good game. <laughs> I thought he redeemed himself pretty well, like in terms of character and everything. I thought he redeemed himself pretty well after that mistake because he he could he could have cost us a game. If we lose one nil because of that mistake, it's on him again, and he's getting destroyed by the by the fans. But now he yeah, but he's he's been terrible for a long time. I didn't mean just this game. Like he's he's not a good defender. No, yeah, of course no. But I'll take Mustafi over Maguire. Whoa, okay, no, I won't. I won't take Mustafi over Maguire. <laughs> yeah, they, that's obviously that's because you don't know your defenders. But no, that's because you're delusional with Mustafi. Hmm. I'm just I'm just I just feel like he had this I think this game he had a good one honestly like this was the game that could have destroyed him easily destroyed his career Arsenal career if we lose that game because the mistake was really stupid and it ended up costing Luis the game because Luis was having a good game overall and then he 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 has no choice on to make the foul penalty happens. And obviously, one uh, 11, 11 v ten. I just want to say though, Chelsea look bad when we play eleven v ten though. Chelsea are so like on and off. Like some games are they look great, and some games they look like they're playing in Sunday league. Yeah. Every every team in the league seems to be inconsistent, except Liverpool and like maybe Sheffield and Leicester. Like like Sheffield are consistent at their level, where like they're still competing for top five. Honestly, like. Yeah, because even City drew this weekend, so they're not consistent as well. Good for them. I did not expect that. Leicester are consistently, like, they're winning, like, they're playing their game, and they're winning the majority of their games. Although Bernie did beat them as well. Yeah, I know, but shit happens, but they should have beat them, and we should have beat them. Yeah. Liverpool's playing Wolf, Wolf, Wolfhouten tomorrow, so I don't know. Maybe something might happen. I don't think so, but there's a possibility that Liverpool might actually lose their first game. I need them to lose. I'd I'd love I'd love them to lose one lose one game. Just lose one game. Yeah, please, just one. The game the, the season's already over at this point. You already won, right? But I need you to lose one game just so we can just so we can have our uh, investable status or investable title. Investable. Invincible, sorry, invincible title. My bad. Yeah, we need that. We need to keep that. Because otherwise we have nothing. <laughs> we have nothing. But going back to that Arsenal Chelsea game, yeah, Chelsea didn't look look so great at eleven v ten. It seems like they were struggling to even get to our back four because Mustafi and Jaka were doing such a great job. And uh, uh, also gotta mention Saka. Saka is Bukayo Saka is not a left back. 
All right, so he's not he's not a left back, but although he's played there before for not only us but also the national team in the under 17s, I think, or under 18, or maybe even even under 19 now. He does the job. He does the job. I'd love to see him play more as a left winger because I feel like he has so much in terms of attacking uh, flair offensively that. Do you think he'll get a chance? I the hope he does. I hope he does. The thing is now Kloshinak is injured. Tierney is always injured. So either we get a left back. I heard Kurzawa might be on the way. So if we can't get a left back, we'll probably have to stay there for a while. Which I mean, he's still he's doing a good job now. Would you take Luke Shaw? Would I pick Luke Shaw? Yeah. Yeah, I would pick Luke Shaw. Yeah. Why not? If you had to choose between Luke Shaw and Brandon Williams, who would you take? Right now? Yeah. Uh, I think I'd still go for Luke Shaw. I have, I've seen Brandon Williams play, but I still need to see a little bit more. He has been playing well. Yeah, he's very young, but he's shown a lot of promise. He has been playing well, and he's, he's technically taking Luke Shaw's spot. He's starting over Luke Shaw right now, which says a lot. Yeah. But I feel... Well, and Luke Shaw is like battling injuries. Yeah, that's the problem with Luke Shaw. That's always been his problem, like injuries. And Ashley Young just left the club. Yeah. Because he saw that he saw that Burnley defeat coming. He was like, no, I'm not going to get involved in that. Let me leave leave in Italy and join my friend Lukaku. Bro, it was so abrupt. Like, he was the Man- he, he was the Manchester United captain. And next thing you know, he's, like, leaving in January to enter. That, actually, now that you think, now that you, you mentioned that, leadership is going to be an issue now. Because- Inter just... Inter, Inter just want all our garbage players for some reason. All our, all our leftovers. And look at what well, look what's happening with your leftovers. They're doing so well now. They're make they're becoming main meals. Just Lukaku. Lukaku, you know, actually, Yamaha becomes something over there. I don't think so. Sanchez. Even Sanchez. Well, Sanchez has been injured, but Sanchez started well. At, started. He started okay. At Inter. Problem now is that Sanchez might not even. Yeah, but I don't think he'll start now because of Lutaro and Lukaku just dominating as they are. But, yeah, going back again to the Arsenal-Chelsea game. So, yeah, Saka, I hope we'll eventually get a chance as a, as a left-winger. But I have to mention, uh, I also have to mention Martinelli. Because I see a lot of good things in Martinelli. Kids got talent. In terms of, he's a real talent. He's a real talent. And it's a talent that we need to let progress, like, slowly. Let him, don't overhype him. Don't. Put him out of the, uh, don't quote him as the next Ronaldo because he's Brazilian. Do not do that. Please let him grow at, a, at the right pace. Yo, Greenwood's the next Ronaldo. <laughs> Who? I was making a joke. Greenwood's the next Ronaldo. Oh, okay. All right, Kev. You Greenwood jokes. Nah, he's the next Robin Van Persie. I'll take it. Even that's a stretch, but I'll let you have that today because it's you. Bro, the kid's 18. Fair enough, fair enough. But I'll let you, I'll let you have that because it's you. You had a, a rough day. You had a rough day. But Martinelli. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. For, no, for sure. Martinelli is. Well, I I see two players in Martinelli. It could go two ways. It could either go. I, I see a lot of Luis Suarez in him, where he he could potentially want to be on the want be one of the best strikers in the world. Okay. And I see a lot of Alexandro Pato. I don't know if you remember Pato from Milan. Pato was a striker. Yeah, he was a striker. But he started as a winger when he played for Milan, right? And I could see that. The problem with Pato is that injuries killed this career. He could have been such a great player had the injuries not, like, hit him so hard. So I hope that doesn't happen to Martinelli. But I see a lot of uh, positive. I see a lot of strength in this game. Always, Always trying to play for the team, play for the badge. Always trying to press forward. It doesn't rest. 
doesn't take any minutes and many anything for granted. He looks like a great, great player. But like I said, he needs to grow. He needs to let people people need to let him grow. And he's gonna get mentioned a lot because of this performance. And he had good performance in the past as well. But I just want yeah. But you need to be consistent when you're given opportunities. Yeah, yeah. He's getting every time he's been given opportunities. He shows he's shown something. Maybe it's not a goal. Maybe it's an assist or something. But he showed something. So now he needs to be left alone and to to so he so he can grow. Because I don't want him to get wasted eventually by a a, a him being over overhyped and him becoming a one boy wonder. Because we don't want to have that right now. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help our club. It doesn't help him. And that's the least of our worries right now. So that was uh, credit to him on the goal. Credit to Bellerin as well. Great finish on the second goal. That did not. I didn't see. The, I didn't think Bellerin had a left foot, but he has a good. He has a nice left. Bellerin's not bad going forward. Like he's actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, one play that I did like that I didn't. One thing that I realized though. There might be some beef between uh, uh, Mason Mount and Ganduzi. Uh, when Mason Mount, when Ganduzi came in the game, I think Mason Mount came in a couple of minutes before that. They started, they started to follow each other like pretty seriously. To to at that one point, Ganduzi just Ganduzi just kicked them, literally kicked them, not even trying to play the ball, just kicked them. And the last game they played against. What started the drama? Last game, I think the last game started the drama because they had some beef last game as well. So, I think it just boiled up, and they just it just kind of came out again to that, in that game. Hopefully, that Genzi can control himself because he doesn't have to get himself a, a red card for no reason because that would just that would kill that would have killed the game again. But yeah, that's something to watch in the future. Overall, I think it's a good performance considering the circumstances. Like eleven to ten v eleven is never easy to draw a game. And we managed to do that. So I'm happy with the result. I think everybody's happy with the result at this point. And uh, like I said, we just all we need is consistency. If we could play the same way we played today against against Chelsea, but with consistency, we would we could win so many more games. And that's what we're expecting. It's all about consistency. That's always the issue. Like the top teams always have talent, but for some reason the manager has to get the best out of the talent, and also consistency. Alright, we're moving on. Yeah. The Dortmund game. Dortmund Augsburg. The awakening of Erling Haaland. Hat trick on the debut. That's that's big. Like good for him. Good for him. All, to be fair, like it wasn't the best in terms of hat tricks. Like it was a couple there was a couple tap ins, but a hat trick is a hat trick. It's still a hat trick. You have to be there to score the goal. I've heard I've heard people say that oh it was just tap ins and whatnot, but a hat trick is a hat trick, right? You gotta take it for what it is. But Dortmund was a bit shaken the back again. To be fair, the, the Augsburg goals, like there was one, there was a, one good ones, but there's two, two of them were, two of them was were a bit uh, questionable on the defense. So that's something to see because uh, they're playing PSG in the in the Champions League, so that they better sort out that back four, or that back three or that back five, whichever they play, because PSG is coming with a front four, a deadly front four. And Cavani's on the move. And Cavani might be on the move. We'll talk about that later, but. That front four could have could create a lot of damage if that back four of that or center back partnership in uh, Dortmund isn't fixed. Uh, I I do want to also mention uh shout out to uh Giovanni Reina, young U.S. international, made his debut. That was interesting. 
He originally came from uh, NYCFC, but he was in the academy. I don't think he wanted to sign a contract with the first team, so he went to Dortmund. Great decision. You know, he's in play, now he's playing. He's actually playing minutes for Dortmund's first team, so that's big. Yeah. But then you know how the Americans are; they're gonna hype him up again, just like they did with Pulisic. Hopefully, that doesn't really phase him. Every time somebody does anything, they hype him up, and then their national team is just going to get eliminated by Trinidad and Tobago again. So. Yeah, well, okay, we can't talk because we haven't been there in, like, forever, so I'm not going to say anything on that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so, I guess it's okay. I guess it's okay. But, yeah, just shout out to him. Congratulations on his debut, and uh, let's see. Hopefully, there's more. Hopefully, there's more. Uh, Madrid, Sevilla, uh, what was it? I think it was 2-1 Madrid. Casimir with two goals. That was good. That was interesting. He doesn't ever, he doesn't really. Is he the best CDM in the world? Right now? Yeah. Uh, I think I still take Fabinho, Fabinho over him. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think they're pretty even, but I'll still say Fabinho over them. It's funny how they're both Brazilians, but for some reason Brazil, Brazil can't figure out that that back four front six kind of combo. I mean, front six as in the number six in front of the back four. Because uh, oh, I think wasn't he starting in the World Cup against Belgium? Who? Casemiro. Against Belgium? Yeah. 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 No, mother. Yeah. I can't remember who was do- I can't remember who was playing in that game in terms of the center defensive mid. I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, it's good to have. Uh, Brazil is lucky to have those two right now. And that could be a good holding mid partnership as well. How old is he? He's like twenty. I think he's in mid twenties, so like twenty. He feels like he's been playing forever, though. Like I feel like he's been at Madrid forever. He's been at Madrid for a while. He's twenty seven. He's been at Madrid for a while, and then he got loaned to Porto. I thought he was like thirty. Yeah, no, 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 he's not that close. He's, he's close, he's close. I think he came in, the the first year they won the Champions League, was it 13-14? I don't know, they won it like three out of four years. Yeah, so I think 13-14, yeah, they won it in 13-14, he was there. And then he got loaned to Porto. And then they he came back in 2015-16, and they won it again. And then they won it again. And then they won it again. And, yeah. They was they who won it in eighteen eighteen nineteen? I think it was them again or no? It wasn't them. No, it was. Uh, yeah, Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. No, who was it? It wasn't Liverpool. They never, they they haven't won the Champions League in forever, right? Eighteen nineteen. Stop. You, you don't want to accept it. You don't <laughs> accept it. All right, you don't accept it. All right, I see how it is. They also haven't won the league in thirty years. All right, Luka Jovic played for. I haven't heard that name in like a year now. He had an assist, so it's a good, but it's not a goal. He's gonna, he's gonna leave. He's gonna leave, yeah. He's gonna get loaned. I'm pretty sure. I want him to go back to the Bundesliga, honestly. Would you take him in Arsenal? No, not right now. No, because you don't need him, or because you would, you don't think he's quality enough. I don't think we need him. Aubameyang is there. Uh, Lacazette is there. Well, we, we were all excited. Well, Man United fans excited about Holland because promising young talent. But we didn't really need a striker. And then he signs for Dortmund. And then Rashford gets injured. And we need a striker. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. You might. I don't think you'll go for Jovic, though. No, no. I don't think we're going to go for Jovic. Also, apparently, Timo Werner is going to Liverpool. So, that's that. I heard Liverpool or Chelsea. So, you guys that you, you guys were, you guys were don't know what you're doing, honestly. No, no. Don't worry. We're going to sign Bruno Fernandes. Or not. You said that. Yeah, that was like three weeks of drama. For some reason, I thought it was the... Yeah, no, don't worry. He's, he's in the jet flying over. That's what they all say. And then the transfer window is going to close and he's going to sign a new contract again. 
the sar- the sarcasm, Skev, the sarcasm. Come on, man. I- yes, that was all sarcastic. I have no idea what we're doing with that with that transfer, but we should get it done. He would be a phenomenal signing, and for some reason, we haven't gotten it done yet. Didn't you call him like a generational talent or something? No, I don't think that, but he would be an amazing signing. One of the best signings we've had in a while. I mean, you can never go wrong with Portuguese, man, you. I mean, you can definitely go wrong, but it hasn't gone wrong in the past. I'm convinced I'm convinced Sporting are like holding a grudge of how we took Ronaldo from them for cheap back in the day, and now they don't want to let the same thing happen. But I also know the, the Man United board are, are fucking penny pinchers, and will drag out a negotiation for an extra million or two and then lose a negotiation in the process. You want to go into transfers? Yeah, let's go into transfers. The transfer saga. The transfer saga. Uh, is Ericsson leaving this winter or no? No. No, you don't think so? I don't think he's leaving in the winter. I think I, I think he might. There's less than two weeks left. Yeah, Inter's, on his, Inter's like pretty close to get the deal up. Are they buying everybody? I don't understand. I know, right? They bought they bought Moses too. They bought Victor Moses recently as well. They bought two fullbacks, two right fullbacks, and then they're trying to get Ericsson. Actually, Young can play on the left side. True, but Moses is oh, Moses is strictly on the right side or right right uh, wing back as well. Actually, Young usually played on the left for us. Oh, true, true. but because he, he was cutting on his right. Well, because we have Aaron Wan-Bissaka on the right. So yeah, Liver, uh, Ericsson to the to enter is a possibility. I think the Spurs fans are trying to get rid of him, though, because uh, apparently Lo Celso played well today. And he was at, I think he may have been man of the match against Norwich. Norwich, So that was, he, Lo Celso hasn't played much because, mainly because of Ericsson's position. And Ericsson hasn't played well just because he doesn't want to be here. So I think it makes sense if he leaves and Lo Celso takes over. And that seems to be the case for a lot of people in uh, the Spurs, the Spurs, uh, Spurs world. I haven't heard anything about how Mourinho feels about him. True. I haven't heard much about that as well. But apparently there was a fight too at training last time. Again, uh, I think recently again with him and Danny Rose. Not a fight, but like a, uh, a physical altercation, I think it was. For real? I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But yeah, Danny Rose isn't happy. Wow. So he might leave too, but I don't, I don't think it will be still. Because uh, Mourinho said they were, it, was, it was all good. So we'll see what happens. I wish I had the article in front of me. And I probably should. I probably should just Google it. But I saw something around a some some negative thing happening in training between between the two of them. I didn't hear anything about that. They also need a striker right now. Like I think Lucas, if Lucas is a false nine, can only get you so much. I think Sun probably would be your best option, but you have to. I think he's better on the wing. So who do you go for? Who do you get? Uh, you might you might not Jovic. Probably not. That's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, like I mentioned last time, Piantic as well. Uh, maybe Cavani. Cavani. I know Cavani is him. It's between Atletico and maybe Spurs. I don't know where else he could go. Uh, well, you know they, they can't get Chicharito because Chicharito just signed with the LA Galaxy, by the way. Yeah, LA Galaxy. Good for him. I love Chicharito. It's funny because now it'll be a Mexican rivalry in LA. Chicharito with uh, with Galaxy with the Galaxy, Villa with LAFC. I think Carlos Carlos Vela still got the upper hand, but yeah, I think Carlos yeah, because he's more of a I don't want to say a more complete player, but he can do more than what Chicharito can do. Chicharito is is more of a uh, you know the French expression Ronaldo surface. No, basically fox in the box. But uh, yes, but I I agree with that. I think also Chicharito's more near the end of his career than Vela is. 
What do you mean? Like Chicharito would retire first. Oh, you think so? Yeah, definitely. I I think isn't Vela older though? But Vela's been in the MLS for a while now and he's like really enjoying himself and kind of made it made the league his own. True. I don't think he would retire right after having one, like the season he just had, you know? But yeah, I wonder what the Chicharito versus Chicharito Vela. has been like kind of jumping around recently. What jumping around? Chicharito? Yeah, from like team to team. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a bit off now. West Ham, Sevilla. Since he left, man, I knew he hasn't been very... He hasn't been fine. Like he was a... at Madrid. He was at Madrid for a little bit. Yeah, Madrid as well. He's been around. He's been around. He's been around. Leverkusen as well as the Bundesliga. So, yeah. it. Uh, I wonder where he'll go. I mean, not, I know where he'll go, but I wonder where Cavani is going to go to. That's the one that I'm really curious about. Apparently, uh, Spurs want him made for a loan deal for like $7 million or something. That would make a lot of sense because Kane is injured for a little long, for a long term. But the thing is, when Kane comes back, like does Cavani go back on the bench and does he accept that? I don't know. He is thirty three, so he's not as strong as he used to be. He's old. He's coming off like five injuries. Like maybe he'll go to Barcelona as well, eh? Because Suarez is injured. Uh, how long is the Suarez injury? I think it's like four months. Oh, so it's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. It's considerable. So yeah, maybe if like if Barca doesn't consider Griezmann as their as their number nine as uh, right now, maybe Cavani goes there. It would be interesting to have Cavani and Suarez in the same team. Suarez is still better for me. Yeah, I think uh, yeah you gotta give him the edge. They're both like pretty uh, getting there, you know. Yeah, in terms of age, they're up there for sure. Yeah. Oh, speaking of a striker, uh, do you remember when we talked about Jonathan David? Yeah, the Canadian. Playing from yeah, he's pretty informed right now. I heard that Leo might be on him for like twenty mil. That's a pretty good price. That's a pretty good price. I don't think it's gonna happen now. If I was, I don't, I don't think he should, he'll leave now. Like right now, I think he'll probably leave in the summer if he has to. I hope he goes to like Ajax. Yeah, that's that's a team, that's another team that's interested in him. Ajax is interested. Porto is interested. I poss- I personally would like to see him in the Bundesliga. Yeah, I mean, I, every, every young player. That's coming up. We want to see in the Bundesliga because the league is just so catered to accommodate those players. The, yeah, if you have talent and you're you you, you, need, you need you need minutes. That's the thing too. Like you need consistent playing time, and the Bundesliga gives you that on a, at a pretty good level. Yeah, because uh, that's what the the Prem doesn't give you that. The league La Liga doesn't give you that. Liga Liga might give you that, but it depends on the player. And then Sierra doesn't give you that either. So it's really, it's really the Bundesliga and like maybe Ligue 1 once in a while. I don't think he'll go to Porto. I feel like Porto might be just a foreign choice or go that way. I don't think he'll also go to Ajax, but you know, time will tell. Anything can happen. I think he'll probably power prioritize Lyon, especially since Moussa Nebel is going to leave in the summer for sure for Lyon. Yeah, probably, perhaps Manu. I don't know. Maybe Chelsea. Apparently, we we uh. We want to. We this window apparently we wanted to get Bruno Fernandez, which is probably not going to happen because Ed Woodward is a lost cause, and also a Sumari apparently. Bukar Sumari, oh the one that I wanted for Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen either because yeah, you guys are you guys are who you guys are. But yeah, uh, good on Jonathan David. He's like I think he has like eleven or thirteen goals right now for for in the for Gant overall the season. So let's see. I'll, I'll, we'll have to check that. We'll see how he goes till the end of the season. I think he might be able to reach 15 easily. If he hopefully he doesn't get injured as well, because that's always that's always that'll be a killer for him. Yeah. 
And uh, maybe he moves in the summer. Who who knows where, but it'll be good if he goes to the Bundesliga. Imagine having two Canadians in the Bundesliga. That'd be great. Imagine if they're on the same team. Nah, that's nah, not gonna happen, but that'd be even greater. We can dream. Make it, yeah, it can, we can dream, but I mean, I don't see why not. Maybe later in the future. It's not impossible, like you said. Yeah, maybe. I would love to see him in Lyon, honestly. I feel like Lyon could be an interesting choice for him. Yeah, especially if Memphis wasn't injured, that'd be cool to watch. Also, the the main thing I forgot to mention that the main thing the main thing the main reason why I wanted to go to Lyon is also because of the language barrier. He doesn't have that because his first language is actually French. So I think it might actually help him in terms of adapting to the culture in the the French city of Lyon. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. It's kind of like why we were happy uh, Thierry Henry came back to uh, coach the impact. Yeah, that is actually kind of the same reason, yeah. That French, that Montreal, that Montreal slash French connection. He's not from Montreal. Dave is not from Montreal, but... No, but still. Uh, who is your player of the week? Do we want to go through the matchups first? Oh, for next week? For the week? Yeah, we can go for that. We can go for that. It's the Epic Cup this weekend, though, so... It's not many, not many good matchups. Yeah. But uh, I highlighted Byron Schalke. Schalke, Schalke 94, if I'm saying it right. That's going to be a good one. Schalke is up top now. Yeah, I think I think Lewandowski is going to be my player of the week. Lewandowski? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Bayern Schalke... Well, when you, mean, when you mean player of the week, do you mean like the week that just happened or the week that's coming up? The week that just happened. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Mm-mm-mm, let me think. But we can, we, like, I'll give you some time to think. I'll just go through the matchups. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. So yeah, Bayern Schalke, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, I'm expecting a Bayern win, but it, it, it won't be an easy win for sure. Uh, I would love to see if Todibo from uh, the loan, the Barcelona will play. Curious about where he'll play, maybe in the as a center back or as a center defensive mid. Um, I want to. I hope. I know for it's probably 100 percent sure that Davies will start because he's been solid at left back for quite some time now, and I think he just established himself at that position, so that's great. Also, the self injuries in center back, so Alaba has to play in the, uh, as a center back there. Uh, like I said, I'm expecting a a Bayern win. I'm wondering if Kenny would also play for Schalke, and if he does, where? Because he plays a lot of positions, so that's that's another question mark. And then there's also Lille PSG. PSG. Uh, uh should be a PSG win, honestly. Lille's a good team. Lille's playing well. Ling has a lot of good players, but... Yeah, but PSG, they take care of business like this, usually. Yeah, but PSG will take care of business, yeah. That front four, like I said again, like that front four is tough to go against. Even defensively, they're, doing, they're, they're, they're better defensively as well. They're doing a bit better. But it's kind of easier to defend when you know that you can score any time with that front four. So, it's kind of more comfortable in terms of the defending part, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a good thing to see. So, going back to the player of the week, who did you have? Did you want to say yours, or can I say mine now? Go first. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna highlight uh Martinelli, just because of uh, the the work rate that he showed during the yesterday yesterday's game, and also the Sheffield game, but mainly for the Chelsea game. I like I said, I feel like he's a special talent that needs to let be left alone so he can grow. Uh, without the hype over him, just be, I don't I don't want people to overhype him because because of that performance against Chelsea, there's a high chance that people are gonna talk. His name is gonna come back a lot now, and 
he might be, he always, he's already a fan favorite, so that's good. But I just want people to let him grow and progress as a, at a steady pace. Yeah, don't give him unrealistic expectations. Yeah, give be let's be realistic with the kid. He's also he's really just a kid. Like he's seven, I think he's seventeen or eighteen. I can't remember. But yeah, uh, just let the kid grow. Let the man let let him become a man and lead our team to the promised land eventually. That's true. Uh, my player of the week last week is going to be uh, Haaland coming on first game for Dortmund, scoring the hat-trick. I think even though the hat-trick wasn't, like, incredible, I think that's still, like, you know, like good for him, like, starting off his career, his uh, new chapter of his career on a high note. I mean, it's a pretty good way to make your debut. I mean, I don't think there's a way- better way to make your debut. Yeah, there's no better way to make a debut. Um, You think he might go for another hat-trick next week? <laughs> I don't know who they're playing, but... Yeah, why not? Why stop at one? Why stop at one hat-trick? Why doesn't he just do a hat-trick every week? I'm sorry, but I don't have any miscellaneous discussion points this week. Yeah, usually we end with uh, with some talking points with Kanga or something, you know? Nothing this week. I can... Can we mention Can we mention the shoes? Yeah, go for it. Talk about it. This is the time where you can talk about whatever you want. Alright. I just want to mention the the latest, you know. Well, I'm an Adidas guy. Where where you're you're also an Adidas guy, but you know I'm an Adidas guy. Yeah, since since she came out of the wound, but I just gotta say that those the latest Nikes, Nike Vapors, Mercurial Vapors 13, are hot. I can't remember the last time I wore anything Nike. I've never seen you wear Nike. I know, and you've known me since uh, what we were like ten, eight. Yeah, I don't know why. Just don't wear Nike. Yeah, so I've never seen you. I've never seen you. Yeah. Do you remember that one Predator pair that we had? The Predator from the 06 World Cup? Where everybody had the gold the gold and white, but you had the red and... Yeah, I had the red and black, yeah. I like the red and black better. That was the one where the, the, the shoe the shoe flap would like tie under your, under your shoe. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To hold yeah, the laces yeah. down back in the day when uh, shoes were like that. Man, that was a good, that was a nice fair. Did you see the the new commercial for the Pugba advertisement for the new Predator? I think I saw it, yeah. That actually looked really cool. It looked really good. I like, the, the Adidas ones are good as well, but those Nikes, the, the Vapor, all red? Oh my god. Like, I might actually transition. Nah. You can't do it. Stay strong. <laughs> I was actually considering to, I was actually considering to transition to the Phantom Venom, just for the summer and see how they, what they, how they were, but... Those materials might have actually made considered materials. I've never had materials like outdoor. I I had materials indoor, but never outdoor. So I might consider it. I'm just saying they they look nice. That's all I'll say. And I, I think I saw Ronaldo play with them today because they were playing against uh, Roma. I think he scored too. They were looking nice on the field. Bright red. They were looking nice. But yeah, that's a short miscellaneous point for this week. I'll probably have something better next weekend. I promise. How are you feeling, Kev? Are you good now? I'm still upset, man. I'm still upset. I'm just... I can't... <laughs> do you... Do you want to make a bet that Ole gets sacked before the end of the transfer window? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm down. I'm down. I, I want to make... I, I want to make a bet just so I can, like, speak it into existence. I'm done with... I'm done... Like, I'm done with him, man. I've supported him for so long, but at, at this point, it's just, like, so many things are going wrong... And I don't know. Like I understand the team's injured, but I I don't know. He has to have his squad fit. 
and not risking players with injuries again. Do you think he'll leave before the end of the window then? You think, do I like leave or get sacked? Both. He won't leave. This is his dream job. Okay, I mean, I mean, sack, yeah, sack, sorry, he'll be sacked, he'll get sacked. I don't think so, but I, I don't know. This, this loss is like a tipping point. Uh, Ole Out is trending on Twitter. Yeah, still trending on Twitter. But then there's no point in making that bet because I don't think, yeah, I also don't think he's going to get sacked. Okay, we'll make a bet for fun. I'll, th- I th- I'll say he gets sacked. He gets sacked. The only thing is, I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's going to get sacked just because, like, the transfer window and if we're trying to bring people in, you don't want to, like, change the manager when that's happening. But I don't know, man. Something has to change, and I want Pochettino in, man. I've been po- Team Pochettino since the start. Let's. You should try You should try to start the hashtag Pochettino in. Let's get Pochettino in, and let's get Ed Woodward out. The board are the worst. They are they are the, the start of all these problems. This is why none of our managers succeed because they don't get backed to what they need. We splurge on players that aren't our first choice. Like last year, Ed Woodward said, we can do things in the transfer window that no other team can do. Yeah, we can not sign players, not sign the players that we want, have players not want to come here because of the state of our club. Ugh. It's frustrating, man. Glazers out, Woodward out. They need to leave. That's the most important. Or else none of our managers are going to succeed. We'll bring in Pochettino. And we're going to be in the same spot in a year. Because nothing's going to change if we keep the board how it is. <sighs> are you done? Yes. Yes, I'm done. Alright. We can we can, end on, we can end it on this note. And I think it's the right way to end it. On a nice little rant. It could have been better, but it's okay. Alright, everybody. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on our socials. And um, and uh, make sure you come back next week to hear me rant about the biggest club in the world again, right? <laughs> yeah. We can do things other teams can't. We can lose against Burnley. Let's get it. All right. Peace, guys. Peace.